This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, October 29th, 2014. I'm Caleb Brown. The dead hand of outdated regulation continues to raise the price of health care. Certificate of need laws effectively give entrenched businesses the ability to veto their would-be competition. Matthew Mitchell has studied this issue for the Mercatus Center. We spoke last week. So there's a guy in Virginia. He's a doctor. His name's Dr. Baumel. He's developed this procedure called a virtual um, colonoscopy. And what it does is it's a non-invasive way to do what a colonoscopy normally does. This is significant because every year 50,000 people die from colon cancer. And it's a disease that if it can be detected early enough, many of them can be treated. Yet more than half of those who are at risk never get colonoscopies because they're, uh, you know, understandably, it's a pretty invasive procedure. So um, he developed a technique to do a, uh, he wants to do a virtual colonoscopy, no invasive procedure. But there is what's known as a certificate of need law in Virginia, which means that if you want to um, purchase new equipment, build a new facility, or expand your existing facility, you have to go to the state and prove to them that the community needs it. And only then will they issue what's called a certificate of need um, that certifies that this your community needs and wants this procedure. Uh, during the process of proving to them that your community needs this, uh, uh, incumbent firms are allowed to go and present their case um, that the community does not need it or does not want it. So this guy, um, you know, he started his um, case four years ago. Four years later, um, who knows how many hundreds of Virginians have passed away from colon cancer. Uh, in the meantime, and of course, thousands of dollars of Dr. Bommel's uh, resources have been sunk into this. He still doesn't have a certificate of need. Certificate of need laws exist in 36 states now. Um, it seems to be blatantly anti-competitive, but what was the rationale for developing them, and why do so many states have them? Yeah, so uh, New York was the first to get a certificate of need law in 1964. Uh, the original rationale is basically uh, seems to be sort of economics that would, wouldn't pass muster in Econ 101 class. It's the idea that um, states uh, felt that hospitals were maybe over-investing in healthcare, and so therefore they ought to limit the supply of healthcare. Now, basic Econ 101 says that if you limit supply, uh, price will go up, not down. Um, later, some people developed a little bit more sophisticated version of the rationale, which was, okay, we know that this creates monopoly or cartel profits for the incumbent firms. But if combined with mandates, we can require the states to th- or the hospitals uh, to then take a portion of their monopoly profits and use that to offer indigent care for um, um, underserved populations. So 1964, New York is the first state in the country to adopt a certificate of need law. 1974, the federal government um, said that they were going to offer incentives for the other states um, to do the same. So gradually over time, states added these. By 1980, I think, uh, basically every state in the country except for uh, Louisiana uh, had adopted it. By the end of the 80s, the economics of this had turned and people had sort of started to realize, boy, if you limit supply, you're going to raise prices. And so the, the federal law was overturned. Now still, however, 36 states still have certificate of need laws. All right. So what is the what do we know about the impact of these laws? I know in Kentucky, uh, where I'm from, I know that they, they're one of the states that has them and has for some time. It uh, certainly prevents a lot of people from getting into 
uh, healthcare as a competitor, as an entrepreneur within that business. Yeah, that's right. So the first thing that we know, and there's a new study by um, a couple of colleagues at Mercatus, uh, Thomas Stratman and Jake Russ, and what they do is they look at the two factors. One, what is the supply of healthcare uh, in those states as, as, a, um, as it relates to certificate of need laws? And two, how do these laws uh, affect indigent care? So in the first case, there's, they find evidence that certificate of need laws, as one would predict, do limit the supply of healthcare. There are fewer hospital beds um, as a share of the population in those states that have certificate of need laws, and there are, f- there are fewer beds as the laws grow more stringent. Um, they find that there are fewer uh, CT scan, scanning uh, devices. There are fewer MRI, MRIs. Um, a number of factors are, seem to be limited in those states that have certificate of need laws. Um, secondly, they then look at indigent care, uh, which again is this rationale that, well, maybe if we, if we somehow allow hospitals to charge cartel prices, maybe then we can force them to do things that we want, like provide care to um, underserved populations. Well, it turns out they find no evidence that un- that those states with certificate of need laws have any greater incidence of um, indigent care. They um, don't have any greater incidence of um, of free service. They don't have any greater incidence of, of Medicaid uh, served populations as a, as a share of the, the uh, total hospital stays. So this second rationale doesn't have any any legs either. It also seems that. Uh if you have multiple hospitals in a given area, you know it's not a neat process of competing. But there's also specialization that mm-hmm. uh, healthcare facilities could go into that, absent some form of competition, uh, prevents hospitals from necessarily focusing on that at all. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And ultimately, um, you know, one of the most unfortunate thing about these certificate of need laws is they lock in uh, an established idea of what what service, what constitutes good service. So rather than allowing the market to work and explore and discover what uh, kinds of services customers actually want and are willing to pay for, it's this top-down approach that assumes that a um, board of experts can determine what the population does and does not need. And so in in many ways, like, like a lot of regulations, it essentially locks in um, existing technologies and is a is a bias against any new disruptive innovative technologies like uh, virtual colonoscopies. And uh, there are a lot of big businesses like uh, Walmart, for example, that would like to get into providing some bare bones healthcare, uh, you know, swabs for strep and that sort of thing. That uh, I guess I presume they're having trouble getting set up in those states. Yeah, again, so there's this bias for the existing um, model, and it presumes that the way healthcare is delivered in 1974 is essentially the way it ought to be delivered in 2014. And so uh, minute clinics or um, other kinds of, of um, newer innovations that, prov- that have different ways of providing healthcare, often much cheaper ways, um, they, it discriminates against them. So there are 36 states that still have certificate of need laws, even though the federal impetus for doing so went away at the end of the 80s, but they're still there. And presumably that's in part because there are these incumbents who want them to stay there. That's right. So it's a nice illustration of this concept of regulatory capture, which was developed by uh, George Siegler in 1971. 
And the idea here is, contrary to popular opinion, regulations are not universally anti-business. Uh, you know, both the left and the right often share in this uh, notion that regulation is anti-business and pro-consumer. The left applauds this and the right abhors it. And in reality, I think they're both wrong. Regulations are rarely universally anti-business. They are anti-new business, new, new business model. Um, they are often um, redound to the benefit of incumbent firms and incumbent business models. They like regulations if they are barriers to entry or if they raise the cost of, their, of new rivals. And so what you find in the 36 states that have certificate of need laws is the existing um, providers are often some of the most vociferous advocates for the maintenance of these laws. Matthew Mitchell is a senior research fellow at the Mercatus Center. You can read more about certificate of need laws and the damage they do at our website, cato.org.